Welcome to Sessions with Sarah on Helium Radio. Today I'm here with Gabby Conti, and she's a comedian, author. Um, she writes for Cosmopolitan. What don't you do? Um, uh, sports. No sports. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Which yeah. I know that's your background, right? You were sports host I, or no? Actually, that and country music. Got it. Yeah. I know yes. nothing about sports. And a host. Yeah. I host for Hollywire um, for our YouTube channel. So uh, I do 24-7 celebrity news for them. I, I love that. I was watching some videos earlier today and I'm like, that was like a dream job. How did you start that? It is. Yeah, no, I've been hosting. I mean, it's what I've done in college. I went to school in Boston, which is, I guess, another common, right? You, Where you're from did Boston. you go? I went to Emerson. I was going to say Emerson. <laughs> yes. So awesome. I was on the TV back then uh, I, on the local access cable for the Emerson channel, which I, I've been were? hosting for, yeah, since my freshman year. Ah. Uh, and then just have been doing, you know, hosting off and on. I had a two-year run with the Elite Daily Show for Go90, uh, mm -hmm. where I did like over 400 episodes for them. And then Hollywire, I just knew the CEO of, is a friend of mine and was like, hey, uh, do you, you ever want to come in and host? And I'm like, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different because it's all like Gen Z stuff. So I'm now very well versed on all like TikTok relationships and whatnot. <laughs> Which is like a whole thing for me. Like, I don't understand it because I don't, I can't even like, I'm like, I'm just going to put up a few videos to see how they do. And I get like a hundred like watches and I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm really, yeah, cool. that's, that's good. A hundred watches is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand like how these, and to me, like I, I, not to knock TikTok, but for me watching it, I'm like, I don't need to see sexy bitch dancing every five seconds with a million of hits. Well, yeah. And then that's the whole controversy of it too, is that a lot of the people who are dancing, they're not listening to the music that they're putting under it and that the lyrics and some lyrics are like sexually explicit or right. sometimes, or sometimes, you know, say the N word in it and yeah. these are white, like 15 year old girls. So <laughs> they come to the whole yeah question of like, how much should we be monitoring it? And TikTok recently, if you're under 16, your profile will automatically be set to private as a way to kind of help uh -oh. child safety, which I think is that's smart. a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like you say you're with the Gen Z and then you, you did do a book called, um, the 20 guys you should date in your twenties. Yeah. 20 guys you date in your twenties, uh, which is actually written from a, a millennial perspective, which I am, but I do realize mm -hmm. that yes, if you're 20, you are a Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that the, the, the book and the relationship types, it's really more relationship types that I think are relatable to anyone, not just a straight girl. Um, mm -hmm. it's really, I, I think they're timeless. Uh, cause you know, it's stuff like the guy who got away, the guy you always go back to. So they're more like relationship obstacles that people face. That's my dog. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. And it's, like how you overcome them uh, and my stories of how like I hilariously failed with these types of guys and and just like charts and quizzes uh, which I do hope is like a handbook for the readers I hope the readers die I've, I've got a lot of feedback that it's such a quick read which is which is great but that also right. they they have it on hand so like let's say they or a friend is dating someone older or younger they like flip to that chapter and they redo those quizzes and kind of see if they can make it work or get some hopeful advice and nuggets from those chapters that's a really great thing to have because I think about all the guys I dated in my twenties and like a lot of people like get this, I need to get married. Like especially yes. when they get 28, 29. And I'm like, if I married the three guys that I dated long-term in my twenties, I'd probably be divorced twice now. That's, I mean, that's very true. And that my last chapter addresses that because I wrote my last chapter. So every uh, I chapter- I need to read this book just because yes. it'll just be reminiscent of all the mistakes that <laughs> I learned. And now here I am and I'm older and I'm like, 
why didn't I learn from that a long time ago? Yeah. My last chapter is dating a guy who I thought was the one. And I think less because he was the one and more because I was 29 when we first started dating. And I had that thing in my head, which I really blame uh, rom-coms for of it's like, you know, (laughs) once you hit 27, because remember my best friend's wedding? Yes. It was one of my favorites. Right. So Julia Roberts has a pact with her friend that if they're 27 and not married, that they would marry each other. So I think subconsciously that age, which is close to 30, has always been like, I need to get married by 27, even if I'm settling for my friend, which is what Julia Roberts does, even though she's an accomplished food critic in that movie. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. It's such a bad message. The way you put it that way, it's so true. And it's like, and I think a lot of people do settle. And I will say, right now in my age group, which is the later thirties, I'm seeing a lot more of them getting divorced and stuff. I think one got mad at me because I was like, you know, I, I joke around about things. So I was like, oh yeah, that's why I never got married. And he's like, good for you. And I was like, overly yeah. sensitive much, not my fault. <laughs> not my fault. No, work out for you. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. That's too funny. And that, that does happen. I think, you know, people are getting divorced a lot or they're in in unhappy marriages. Um, and then I am currently engaged, uh, which is crazy. Like this happened just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I live with my, thank you. I live with my fiance. We've been together for over a year and, and survived the pandemic so far together. Did you meet prior to COVID? We met prior, which, which I almost like wish that we didn't for the sake of being able to, I feel so bad that the dating advice that I can give is pre COVID. And yeah. I, I have friends who are single and I'm trying my best and, and my, my best friend's single and she's dating and she's like, Gabby, you just don't, it's like, so it's like not the same it's, thing. It's so hard. It's, yeah. I agree. I'm single too. So I get it. <laughs> but I did meet my boyfriend on Bumble, which I feel like, you know, that we could have met each other, you know, if we, if this was in the pandemic, we would have still met each other the same way. Um, and right. I do think that there are ways to be more efficient on dating apps and to have the right and to attract the right guys instead of just mm-hmm. attracting everyone. Oh, well, like that's, so like say I got bored at the, like in the middle of COVID during the summer. So I always like joke, like if you see me on Instagram or anything, I'm always like, they're like, could you stop? Like some people like it when I'm posting in the jacuzzi drinking (laughs) or they don't, but I was like in the jacuzzi swiping and I'm like, okay, well this one might be okay. It still had me in Nashville for some reason. Cause I travel there. Oh, my nice. <laughs> so I'm like looking at them like oh he's hot I'm like why is everybody so far away but long as the short of it then I get to the Boston guys and they're everything that I've always talked about in all my shows it's like scrubby mm-hmm. wearing their shirts like they're just like taking a selfie and you get like part of their profile so like what advice would you have for people trying to date on these apps right now because or the conversations suck <laughs> yeah. The conversations suck. Um, I, okay. So my advice is you want to have a good profile and I, I've actually have helped uh, people like my followers and I still offer this. If anyone wants to send me as someone who doesn't know them, send me screenshots of their dating app profiles and I'll give you feedback because I really do think the photos you use, especially the very first one, as well yep. as your bio are really, really helpful in attracting, attracting the right person. Um, right. Right before I met my fiance, I had, did a major change to my, by my bio. And oh, instead of writing for my bio, something that I thought was like, you know, would attract a lot of guys or like be super flirty. I changed it to something that was authentically and specific to me. And okay. it ended up actually being something that my, my fiance like liked and also agreed with, which is kind of how we first started dating. Connected. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I really do think that's key. I think like having a short, but sweet bio of something that really defines you and like says who you are. And then with your pictures, 
you know, you never want your first shot to be some, a shot that's really far away. Right. A group shot. Or with a fish. A fish. Yes. The fish. Okay. I will say with the fish and this is the thing that I've noticed there's, there's so many guys holding fish. Holding their fish. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the fish thing is like, okay, if fishing is like a huge part of your life, absolutely keep that on there. Right. Okay. I have a feeling there's not this amount of fishermen in Los Angeles that like fishing (laughs) is their life. Like that's just a guess. So if if you're doing it because, uh, it's, it's a a cool thing you did once and you think it makes you unique. Well, spoiler alert, it doesn't, it makes (laughs) everyone else is doing it. Um, so I would suggest, but, but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, if my, my boyfriend's really into class, my fiance is really into classic cars. So one of his pictures was him with a classic car, like that is authentic to him, you know? So I do think that you want to show off little glimpses of your life and who you are and what you do. Um, and I think that that will attract the right person. Now this advice might get, give you less matches, but that's kind of find you the right one. Yeah. When I met my fiance on Bumble, I was getting a significantly less matches, but he was the right one. And I think that's mm-hmm. keeping your standards high on dating apps is how you'll actually lead to a, a good relationship. That's really good advice. And, you know, I mean, it's just so hard. And like, and then, then there's a question now with COVID, do you want to meet up with these people? What if they are carrying the virus, you know? Right. Which is a big thing. Um, and especially in LA, uh, LA currently, we just had a report that one in every three people has it. Right. Which is that statistic is, you know, I even said at Hollywire, I normally have a co-host and I was like, I don't feel comfortable sitting, standing next to someone no. who's not in my family. I just, I just don't. Um, I, cause yeah. I'll go, I'll, I'll do it with my, I do it solo sometimes. And I feel more comfortable with that. Cause I'm not interacting with anyone. Right. Um, but that's scary. So I would really, really suggest if you, with the fear of COVID, I think you, you got to have the, I think the first date should always be a, a FaceTime always. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I actually wrote an article for Cosmo about this, like way back in the day about like some tips of like how to do it. I saw that. Yeah. But it's really, it's important because if you're not feeling, and and I did it, I went on three FaceTime dates where I FaceTime with the guys before. And then we went on the date and I knew that one of the guys, it just, it just felt off. Like the chemistry felt off, it felt flat. It was weird. And and I still was like, I still want to go on the date to to like, see if I am proving my theory right or wrong. And the guy ended up being a total douchebag. So you Mm -hmm. can totally tell from FaceTiming if it's worth pursuing. It's going to be, it's yeah, a waste of time or, and and then you don't waste your time going. No, you don't waste your time going. And so I do think like, I really think that before you meet up with, with someone that you're dating now on dating apps is, is yeah. do as many FaceTime, texting, whatever I did. This used to be the red, it, it used to be before COVID that, you know, you, you didn't want to be pen pals with a match, right? Right. Uh, because it's like, you had the ability to, you could match with someone and then meet that next night. And I, I always encourage that, but now because of safety, yeah. <laughs> I would discourage that. Yeah. And I would, I would really try to make sure you get to know the person and then ask those questions. Like, you know, who do you live with? Like, are like how, how much of a risk would you consider to be? Mm. And then I think if it really does feel worth it and you guys are connecting and you've connected maybe a week of talking, perhaps yeah. get a test before you guys meet and make sure that you really are, uh, are that it, that you feel safe meeting because otherwise I just don't, I don't think it's worth it. It's not, that's great advice. I mean, you could, you just need a show on dating in general. <laughs> and the right, the right guy, by the way, the right guy will do that. Right. You know, if, yeah. it, and then I think it's such a red flag that if a guy doesn't want to FaceTime, if a guy's like, no, I don't mm-hmm. FaceTime, I don't phone call. I'm not into texting. Why would you waste your time 
going on a date with this person because <laughs> guess what? When you start, like people are on their best behavior on the dating app. They're on their best behavior on a first yes. date. If you see red flags at that early stage in dating, run. It's going like, to get worse. Do <laughs> you think suddenly he's going to learn how to be a better texter? No, he's going to yeah, leave no. you on red. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's so true. It I is. Mean, you've been you've been through everything. Um, speaking of Cosmo, you did that article where you went on thirty dates in three days. Was it three days you did it? Uh, three days. It was over a long weekend. It was uh, right. Yeah, it was a long weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh-huh. Thursday, three days. Uh, there's a video I'm not of tired it. Thinking of it. Oh I know it, it was crazy. Uh, I had just gotten over. I was going through a breakup, which is the breakup from the last chapter of my book. Um, uh-huh. So I was in like a long. A, a relationship, like a very long, long-term relationship where I even moved to Brooklyn to be with my ex and very oh, wow. quickly found out it wasn't right. And even then I will tell you, there were so many red flags with him early it. into dating, which I ignored because I had that little, you know, I, right. I like, I like that clock going off being like, you're, you're 30, you're 30, settle, settle, settle. Like, and that's so bad. It's so, um, mm-hmm. it's so crazy, but yeah. So I, to kind of get back, I was having a hard time getting myself to go on dates after that breakup. Right. And I knew that was, I had to, and it had been almost a year since we had broken up. It was like months, you know, after. And so I did the, I accepted that challenge as just kind of a way <laughs> to get myself. I knew that if I had something holding me accountable, like a deadline that I would do it. And so yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. And it's really cool. If you read her journey, it's on that thing. Like there was some like dates that you'd go on and he was just like a real douche or they, and this was even funnier. I like say like, just for the hell of it, Henry was your date and he canceled. Does Henry not know that you have five other dates and you don't care that he just canceled? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does, has no idea. And, and it was funny because people are like, and I love the people who are like the technicalities. They're like, well, actually she only went on 20 dates. Cause like the, cause we counted oh, the cancellations. God. Right. And then also the last, the last date I had went well, but in hindsight, it was probably just because I was like, you know, had been on like so many dates prior that I was just like, this guy's cute and nice. Sure. I'll have a long date with him. So because that date lasted so long, my editor was like, we can count that as five dates. So (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny though. But I think like a lot of people like millennials and everything would really enjoy reading that venture. Cause I mean, you can't do it now, which is a bummer. Yes, you can. You could do it on FaceTimes on FaceTimes. And actually I I highly about that. No, but I highly recommend that. Like, why don't you do that? Like, you know, if if, maybe that is what people who are feeling currently right now that they are just, I don't think 30 is like, that's crazy, but you know, maybe do maybe challenge yourself to do a FaceTime date a day or, you know, or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, on a weekend, try to do five in one day, because it also is helpful to kind of compare, right? If you're, if you're, five people in a row, you're going to see like who stands out, who's worth it. And then you're also going to get better at your dating ability. Cause when I, so after the 30 dates in three days, um, my, my fiance was like the third person I dated after that. And it just like, I was using, I learned how to use the apps more efficiently. I knew how to have a good first date. I also had this rule that, you know, if a date was longer than an hour, that I would only have first dates be an hour, but he like passed that he was the exception because he was so (laughs) I had, we really like hit it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I do recommend trying to go on something similar or just challenge yourself to go on these FaceTime dates. That is so funny. I just, I just said, yeah, your humor though, like on it, <laughs> like in, in the video, like diary you kept of it was just really, 
so unique and so oh, thank funny. you thank yeah. you yeah I was losing my mind a little bit I think by like end of end of day <laughs> when two, you're doing I was your like, makeup like, yeah to conceal at 10 yeah. p.m <laughs> it was just crazy it was a lot <laughs> I was like this is a girl I need to hang out with oh. like it, it would be so funny especially once the drinks get going yeah no I yeah. love I miss I miss that a lot I miss yeah uh, I miss being with my girlfriends a lot <laughs> I know yeah I miss everybody but um so are you gonna do an I think you should do I don't know if you have but you should do an article about dating like in COVID have you done that yet for I, I haven't yet because I do feel like I don't know how authentic I do feel like they are we there's so many I'm, I'm a contributing writer to Cosmopolitan and they mm -hmm. have such an amazing I'm sure there's so many uh other writers out there who are actually going on these dates uh, so I would <laughs> I would hate to take that article yeah from them. I think that they should be writing it because it's more authentic but I think that like your advice is great. So. Oh yeah. No, I'm always, yeah. if anyone needs advice and also if anyone uh, ever wants to slide, want to slide into my DMs asking me for advice, or also if you want to take me up on, uh, you know, helping you give advice on your dating profiles, that's something that I'm always open to. <laughs> that's awesome. That is really good. Now, what do you have coming up for the rest of uh, 2021? Oh, well, I mean, 2020 rest of it, like just started, right? Started. So, I know, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, have, I have a couple of projects coming up that I can't, I don't really want to um, announce until they are officially announced, but, okay. uh, but a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Like I'll still be hosting at Hollywire um, and that my book is currently being adapted uh, into a movie, which is very, very exciting, but oh we're in the God. early stages. We're still in development. So I, I, yeah, I feel that's awesome. announcing that because I'm like, it's not, I, I feel like the announcement comes when, you know, the, the movie's in place. And we're, we're going into production, but we're just, we're just in development right now, but it's still very exciting. That is very exciting. You're like the Carrie Bradshaw of real life. Oh, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. Uh, the re the reboot of this. <laughs> oh my God, I am so excited. I want to, I like, I try to like get Candace Bushnell. I'm like, I want to be like, did you read her second book? The one when they're older? You know, I have it. I haven't opened it up okay. yet. Um, and that's no shade to Candace at all. It's just that um, my, I haven't been like Hi. reading as much. I, I, either, yeah. I get into like little bursts of like spurts of like wanting to yeah. read constantly. Um, but I actually went to a panel that she did and she is just oh. so bubbly and wise, of course. Um, and there's also a really, really great um, podcast that I was listening to, Origins, where they uh -huh. interview the whole cast and crew with the exception of Kim Cattrall of uh -huh. how they made Sex in the City. And and Candace is just, I mean, she's, she's such a revolutionary. She was so ahead of her yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my God, I missed the show, so I'm so glad. But I like that they're doing it older because I'm older now and they had like mm -hmm. their 40-year-old friend in it. And I'm like, I would love to play that role. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's so great because that, that mm -hmm. is a real thing. And I know um, in the, the panel I was with Candace Bushnell that she was talking about how she had to learn how to date all over again, I believe in her right. 50s. It yes, is, it yeah. 50s. yeah. And so I, I feel like something tells me, I know she was saying at the time, and this was a couple of months ago that they were adapting, is there still sex in the city into, into, into a television show? Yeah. But my, my guess is that she would take some of the themes from the book and put it into the And put the them series. into this show. Yeah, that's what I was sounds, I've heard that big uh, spoil. I mean, I think this is uh, common knowledge now that big dies, and that's like so in the they. I didn't know they, that. Yeah, that's everywhere. I don't. And that's like yeah, that they were good. And that well, that was the movie, the third Sex in the City. That's how it opened. That big died no was way. supposed to die in the movie. So something tells me that they're going to keep that theme, which I well, do I just think. Got a chill thinking. Yeah. That. But it's, I mean, as sad as it is, and and something tells me also Christopher Noth is probably like good with that because I feel like he, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he, he like appreciates, over it. yeah, like who Mr. Because he said no matter anything that he does ever, 
um, he'll never be able to do a role that people uh, talk about as much as they do with Mr. Big. Mr. Big. <laughs> um, wow. I didn't yeah. even know that. Breaking yeah. news on Sessions with Sarah today. Well, that's what I heard. And I, it makes sense because how else I, you have to have, if they're going to do more episodes, right. you have to see Carrie single. I feel like that's what works, you know? That's what I was trying to figure. I'm like, is she going to divorce him? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good inside scoop. That's this. That's what I, that's what I've heard. I wish I had it's the source to, to confirm yeah. it for you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But that would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so where can everybody reach out and reach out to you, buy your book. I can't, sure. I can't read this book. <laughs> yes. I, I'll definitely send you a copy of my, my awesome. books available wherever books are sold and wherever you listen to books. Cause I also have an audio book <laughs> of it. Uh, the audio book does not have the quizzes cause that would be weird. Uh, yeah, but I do be- feel my book is best digest as a hard copy because I do hope that people who get it, keep it and they continue to flip through it as they're dating, even when they're in relationships, just to, just mm-hmm. to kind of hold themselves accountable and to check in. Um, I know. And, yeah. And I'm on Instagram at it's Gabby Conti. Uh, also I'm on TikTok and uh, Twitter with the same handle. Okay. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> Just reach out and TikTok reach away. Out. Yeah. And then you also can catch me on Hollywire on YouTube almost every day uh, with the news. If you're interested into TikTok Gen Z news, I got you covered. Oh, I'm actually interested in it all. Yeah, yeah. And it was really great to have you here today. Just hang so, on tight. But um, we'll, we'll, we're going to end this and we're going to go have some girl chat after. So. Love it. This was so all fun. Right. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Gabby, for doing Sessions with Sarah on Helium Yay. Radio. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.